This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. You've had a long day at work, and you can't wait to just get home, take off your shoes, plop yourself down in your favorite chair, and relax. Uh. You walk up to your tranquil residential home and your neatly manicured lawn in your quiet suburban neighborhood, put the key in the lock, open the door, and... Yes, the pets have gone wild! What were you thinking? Welcome to the show about everything you always wanted to know about exotic pets. Where to get them, what to feed them, and how to care for them. You'll even find out why some people live with a monkey. Now, here's your host, exotic pet expert and author, Bob Tart. Hey, Bob, what were you thinking? Hi, everybody. This is uh, Bob Tart, uh, author of Featherbrain. <laughs> And uh, enslaved by ducks, fall weather, and um, kitty cornered, and of course, my uh, new book. Oh, I'm having Ooh. trouble talking. My new book, uh, Feather Brain, <laughs> and we're here listening to a uh, well, Eastern Tohi at uh, Island Lake State Recreation Area. It's a little cold, isn't it, Bill? It is freezing. We're birding here. And um, it's uh, what, what? There's a bird actually frozen in midair. Uh, let's get back to the car. <laughs> oh. oh, is there some way? Let we, me get the heater going. Is there some huh? way that we can uh, just uh, bird from the car here? I think so. I mean, it's down to 50 degrees. No one birds when it's 50 degrees, do they? Birds don't bird when it's 50 degrees. No. Ooh. Let's see. Okay, here we go. So I'm here with book character Bill Holm. Excellent. <laughs> and uh, book character Bill Holm and I were in Ann Arbor last night at the Ann Arbor District Library with morning Whoa. drive show host Martin Van Dyke from what station is that, Bill? It's 107.1. 107.1. Something or other. Yes, yes. Local radio personality, and he was kind enough to put his career on the line and arrange for us to speak at the Ann Arbor District Library. What a time we had. Yes, and we tuned in the radio station this morning, and he was gone. Yep, so it's it too, too bad. bad. It is it, too bad. Yeah, I mean, you know, he took a gamble, uh-huh. and, uh, of course, the librarian who invited us, she announced her early retirement, too, so... Uh-huh. So here we are at uh, Island Lake State Recreation Area. We were thinking that, you know, we do so many podcasts from the same two or three, well, actually only two places. So it'd be nice to do a birding, a live birding podcast from somewhere else. And so here we are on the way back. We're in uh, lovely Brighton, Michigan. Mm -hmm. And um, there's another big advantage, too. And that big advantage is that we go to Muskegon Wastewater sometimes, and I like to check eBird. And what is eBird? eBird is a online site, eBird.org, where you can see what other people are seeing in the way of birds at any given area, and of course you can post your own sighting. And at Muskegon Wastewater, there are to date 512,352 checklists posted. That means that many birders have posted checklists of birds they have seen at Muskegon Wastewater. But here at Island Lake State Recreation Area, there are only three checklists posted. <laughs> uh-huh. And two uh-huh. of those are ours from years past. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. And so we figured this is a place that has not been birded out. 
Excellent point. In fact, there's nobody here. We are the only people here, including the birds. Right, although we did hear that tohi, that uh, frigid-sounding tohi. That was my uh, throat quivering in the cold. Oh, okay. I, I wasn't sure what that was. So, oh, I thought that was a tohi. So we're going to... Uh, we're going to do some birding here and perhaps take you along with us. But I uh, want you to know you that... Um, you don't have to go if you don't want. I mean, you can always opt out they're at this coming. moment. They're coming. <laughs> You're coming with us. So we'll do some live birding, and I just may recount some of my recent birding adventures that Bill was not able to join me on because Bill had some actually worthwhile things to do. Well, yeah, I had to catch up on my naps, for one thing. Yeah. And then there were a few TV shows I wanted to watch. There's an old Dateline I wanted to watch. Well, one thing we're going to offer you today is all the regular features on what were you thinking that people download the show to hear. These are Such as? Our regular features, of course, Just the Birds, ma'am. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> start out big. Start yep. out big. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Photography Corner. Uh-huh. Classic. And, of course, the fermentation nook. Well, that's my favorite spot. Yeah. Now, some people say, all right, you got a program about birding, so Mm -hmm. why do you have a feature called the fermentation nook? That was my thought, really. But, you know, the reason why is it's just part of the fun of this podcast. (laughs) So let's talk a little bit about that. You know... About the fun of the podcast? On a hot day, nothing is more refreshing than a gulp of fermented milk, <laughs> right? I got a lot of friends who, uh, what's the date today? This is uh, April 20, April 2-1. It is? Oh, that's right. April 2-1. And do you know, Bill, that we were here on this exact date four years ago? Are you kidding nope, me? Nope, nope. Four years ago, we were at Island Lake State Recreation Area on April 21st, 2017. Well, that's today. I know it. That's we incredible. Were, yeah, the same date four years ago. So it's April, and lots of my friends have just gotten back from spring break in Mongolia. Uh-huh. And they're telling me how much they enjoy that fermented mare's milk. <laughs> and now, you know, here on Photography Corner... We're going to tell you how you can ferment your own milk. We don't have mare's milk, but you can use On photography corner. Yes. Wow, this, we these have... are blending segments, aren't they? Well, we'll get to the fermentation. We're going to the... get to the fermentation nook a little later because oh. I have some tips on f-stops that I want to oh, share. I mean, you, I mean, the way you're bound, I mean, you, you keep this podcast going at a good clip. I do. And I kind of fall behind. Now, would you pronounce the fermented milk beverage? Kefir or kefir? I'd say kefir. And I think you're in the same corner with Robert Bly because <laughs> he was always <laughs> quoting Get the poet kefir. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> the kefir is in my heart and it entered the snow that was falling on my wife's wrist. There's a field between good and evil, between a tohi and a lark. I'll meet you there. Right? Oh, oh, that that is a good one. That is a good one. So you might say, okay, Mr. Robert Bly, what is kefir or kefir? Well, it's a yogurt-like drink. Yogurt-like? It's a yogurt-like drink that's fermented, and you can ferment it at home. Now, you might say, why do I want kefir? 
Uh-huh. Well, here's the thing. You might be taking yogurt for the probiotics in it, but yogurt is a lot like Island Lake State Recreation Area. You're only going to get three probiotics, okay? Just okay. like the three okay. lists. Okay. 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 But kefir is like Muskegon wastewater system. They both use fermentation. Does it taste like that? Yes. And also, there are 512,352 strains of probiotic in a refreshing glass of kefir. Kefir? Kefir. <laughs> now, I know you're asking me, Bob, how do you make kefir? How do you make it? Well, Donald Sutherland gets together with who? He does. Yeah. With, well, the, the, with produced, Farley... It produced kefir. Yeah, what? Yeah, with a Farley Granger. Farley Granger. Yeah. So all you do, just to make it short, all you do is you get some kefir grains. They look like little cauliflowers, but they're creatures. They are creatures, and they love drinking milk. So you buy some kefir grains. I got mine from the kefir lady online. How do they, do they mind looking like cauliflower? No, they love it because it gives them more surface area to drink milk. So you just take oh. a tablespoon of kefir grains. Uh-huh put them in a glass jar, and cover it with milk, you know, three, four cups of milk, and that's feeding that little creature, that kefir grain creature. And by the next morning, you've got yourself a fermented milk drink that's loaded with goodness, just brimming with probiotics, sour and fizzy. Who needs mare's milk when you can get whole milk kefir that you have brewed yourself. Oh, my God. That sounds really good. Yeah, yeah. I bet everyone, I th- everyone on everyone's behalf, I want to thank you. Well, I, I've had so many photographers <clears throat> email me and ask <clears throat> for a recipe, mm-hmm. and that was it. Now, what's the purpose of kefir? What's it supposed to do for you? Well, it just adds six trillion microscopic organisms of uh, bacteria and uh, yeast to your gut. And you know, a healthy life begins with a healthy gut. Yes. Yes. Tell me about it. Yeah. Oh, and here's, uh uh-oh, here's a vehicle. Uh Oh, Uh Uh-oh, I think we broke some park regulation by speaking about uh, fermented beverages. Oh, he was going to hit us. Just about T-boned us. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. He's parking right next to us. Oh, yeah. No, no, he's not. He's across the way. Okay. So before we go out and start birding and looking at my battery level indicator, we may be in a little trouble. It looks like we only have enough battery power for 58 hours. Oh, no. Yeah. And I was going to kind of make this a marathon podcast. Well, a lot of people don't know that we actually do record 58 hours worth of material to ferment it to the uh, to this final form. We do. And there I, are 5 million jokes that you have to digest in each podcast. But, you know, we're all joked out. That's the problem. Uh, we've we've submitted think, too many jokes and we're just joked out. Yeah, I think people realize that. Yeah. So he was getting out of the car back there. I Can don't like see? it. Can you see in your mirror? I'm, I'm looking. I'm trying to be subtle about it. So I'm going to just, uh, before we go out, I'm just going to open the our Just the Birds, Ma'am feature by talking about a recent rare bird I saw. And, Bill, you weren't able oh to go boy. with me because huh? you were doing something important. Oh, oh, absolutely. But I saw a bird called <clears throat> a ruff at Muskegon <laughs> Wastewater. I did. It was, I think it escaped from Scooby-Doo. I'm not sure. But... <laughs> Pardon? But the rough, now here's the thing I don't get. Okay. When, Maybe I can help you. Are those yoga pants? Um, I think so. Huh. Well, they may just be running athletic pants. Oh, it might be, yeah. We're just commenting on something that's hanging from a sign up here. There's a, 
pair of pants hanging from a sign, and we wondered what they were. So I went to see the ruff, which is a really rare bird in Michigan, and this is what bothers me, the fictionalization of birding. Oh. Because... I know it's full of lies. Well, the thing is that I read in, I believe, the Peterson Field Guide that this is a bird from Eurasia. You know, it's My not, what? Yep. It's not supposed to be in the United States at all. It's from Eurasia. And I'm thinking, you can't pull the wool over my eyes. I read 1984. That's one of those made-up countries like Oceania and Australia, it right? Sure, it sure is. Yeah. So, it sure is. So I That is know. very insightful of you. Yeah. So it was this very beautiful shorebird. Uh-huh. And I was also mad because when I went to Muskegon Wastewater, I wanted there to be plenty of other birders just to point and show me where the bird was so I didn't mm-hmm. have to do any work at all. Mm-hmm. But no, no one was there because um, we were having a windstorm at the time, mm-hmm. and I had to find the bird myself. But it, w- it was a shorebird. It was in with some pectoral sandpipers. What was it doing there? Well, I don't know. I, but uh, how did the pectoral sandpipers feel about that? I don't know. They were flexing their pecs. But the uh-huh. the rough was bigger than them all, and he was kind of chasing them. Yeah, sure. Yeah. That's why no one likes the rough. No. Uh-uh. Maybe that's why the rough got kicked out of Eurasia. <laughs> I bet that's And it. Oceania, too. It. I think, I don't know exactly where the Eurasia is, but I bet it's a long ways away. Yeah, I mean, it's like uh, the North and South American landmass. That really narrows it down. I saw a toucan. Where's the toucan from? Oh, North and South America. Wow, that, yeah. Well, Bill, this is going to be hard. Yeah, to... I, I, let me think about that for a minute. Hmm? This is going to be hard to believe, but you know how sometimes we talk and talk and talk and we've only filled seven minutes? Yeah. We've hardly done anything except uh, Photography Corner, and it's 14 minutes have passed already. Are you kidding? No, and you didn't get to talk about... Bill has a new feature called Radio's Too Big to Fit in Your Pocket. (laughs) Yes. I've been thinking about this for a long time. It took me a long time to sell Bob on the idea. But I think it's a good idea. All right. So after uh, we'll do some live birding here. If uh, you want, you ready to brave the temperatures again? Well, I found my hat. Okay. All right. So we're going to try. We're birding just for you folks. We don't want to bird. We don't want to be here. We hate it. Right? <laughs> Absolutely. We loathe this is life. Ridiculous. What are we doing here? Yeah, we'd rather be extinct. Absolutely. But just for you, we're going to go birding right now. So we'll be back. I hope you better enjoy it. Yeah. Jeez. We have the most ungrateful listeners to any podcast on the planet. We never hear from Why any do we of put them up with it? in a positive way. Well, we're leaving. Uh, there's going to be a word from our sponsor. And if you people are nice and show us a little respect, <laughs> we're going to yeah, be back. Yeah. Not pumped about cleaning the litter box? Try World's Best Cat Litter Zero Mess, the litter that gives you two times better clumping and more odor control with less litter. That's right. You scoop once and you're done. No chiseling, no scraping, no crumbling, no problem. Looking for fast and easy litter box cleanup? Zero Mess. Try it. You're welcome in advance. Save $2 on World's Best Cat Litter. Visit www.saveonworldsbest.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Well, this is pretty exciting, Bill. I mean, you might be hearing we've got a ruby crown kinglet in it. There's the towhee singing. The roof is towhee. Excuse me, the, uh, what do they call it? Eastern? Eastern Tohi. 
And you might, Ruby Crown Kinglet is a singing right here too. He sounds kind of like a little troll complaining that we're here. Well, I don't blame him. Well, that's pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. Now what? Well, I think it's time to get in the car and go home because what well, we've been here seven <laughs> minutes. But uh, we're gonna keep going. We're gonna go a little further. We're going a little, go a little further, and if we. Wow, the birds are serenading us. Yeah. It's, it's almost sure. like being at Island State Recreation Area with Richard Harris. Oh, yes. That famous Welsh country and western singer. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, the birds are just lined up on this branch singing right to us. They are. They are. Okay, well, let's go see what else we can find here. So there's some puddles here where we're walking. We're walking by, is that the Huron River? I think we're walking in the Huron River right now. Yeah, but you know, some people might be uh, kind of a glass half full kind of person about this, but I say it's the Huron River coming up over the banks to greet us today. Yeah, yeah, and blocking our way. Yeah, yeah. Fine. And uh, we haven't seen any more birds or heard any yet, but remember we do have other features that uh, we can discuss on this show. And you are with us birding for both the uh, thrills and the disappointments. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've experienced both in large measure. Well, so we can far. take our listeners back to the time that uh, we were on this bridge and there was a uh, bicycle breakdown that we remember. And the reason I remember it is a woman whose bicycle broke down, she stopped just as a red start landed on a tree. And that was a gorgeous red start. It sure was. Yep, yep, and... Uh, so we watched that for a while, uh-huh. and trying to think if we saw any other birds that day. Um, for some reason, that red start comes to mind. But it was, it was I don't beautiful. remember anything with the red start. Yeah. So, um, but we're right at the river, and we'll let you know if we see any more. It's really silent here right now. You'd think by the river there'd be something. You would think so. Oh, I think there's a bicyclic. A bicyclic. I think there's a bicyclist up ahead, and we don't want to be in the way, so... Uh, oh, we're right in the middle of the path. Yeah, so I'm going to hide in the bushes and peep out, okay? So we'll be back. Got your binoculars? I do. <laughs> well, we're back at uh, Island Lake State Recreation Area with some crows commenting in the background. And uh, how long were we at the uh, Huron River site just now? How long did we spend there? Oh, about five minutes. Five minutes, and uh, really, we didn't see anything right away. And our philosophy of birding is, if you don't see something right away, A, move on, or B, just quit for the day. Quit for the day. Quit is for it time the... for a drink? I think it is, but hey, the sun is peeping out, just like we were peeping out on the path a few minutes ago in hopes of seeing more ruby-crowned kinglets. <laughs> but we didn't. <laughs> But we got a tip from a runner, and what did he tell us? He told us he saw... An albino turkey. An albino turkey hen, he said. Hen, yeah, hen. hen. So we're getting low on eggs at the house. Uh-huh. And so I thought I might check that out and see if... I love uh, a drumstick. Yeah, yeah. And right now uh, we moved to a different part of the park, and after that, frankly, I'm getting sick of birding today already. Well, you know, there's just too many birds. You get tired of it. Yeah, we get quickly. tired of the relentless of... Uh, bird, 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 bird. Yeah, I mean, we saw at least three or four kinglets uh-huh. and two towhees, and that's about enough. 
I'm exhausted. Mm -hmm. But this is curious. It says multi-use trail right here. We're at uh -huh. the yellow trail where the turkeys are supposed to be. Uh -huh. And what are you going to use the trail for? Well, there's so many possibilities. There's multiple possibilities, but I'm going to use it as a bathroom. That's a good idea. I thought of using it to, I was going to claim part of it and start mapping out a location for condos. Oh, excellent. You yeah. see, you're you thinking the long term. I'm, I'm thinking only of my immediate needs. Yes, yes. Hey, the sun is out. It might be what a happened? grand day already. So we'll let you know. Did you have a, a Richard Simmons comment before we moved on? I, you know, I am just glad that uh, he's okay. Mm -hmm. And I know he has a special shout out to Laura. Mm -hmm. And he wanted her to know that he's fine that he's just a little bit under the weather. All right, that's great. And he would not be under the weather if he was here with the sun coming out again. Oh, so. boy. You know, I think he stays indoors too much these days. I do, too. But, you know, I think our show is a little too much information packed today, so we might want to tamp it down a little bit so that we don't lose our listeners with all the bird descriptions. So we're going to go walk in a little bit and let you catch your breath, and if we see more birds, we'll let you know. Otherwise, we're just going to jump right into some of our other features. You ought to really just slow down the recording so that people have time to absorb all the information, because it just flies right by. That's true, just like the kinglets. <laughs> so we're walking on this yellow trail a while, and um, it kind of bothers me because uh, before long the yellow trail merged with the blue trail, and the trails were hybridizing, <laughs> just like the glaucous gull. So I got all confused. I know, and we end up on the green trail that way, and yeah. now I'm totally lost. Yeah, yeah, so... Uh, We're lost in the pines. Yeah, and speaking of that, I've been hearing what I think might be a pine warbler, and I wish okay. there was some way I could... I don't have my iPhone with me that has birding oh, calls on it, oh. because then I could call it uh -huh. and see if the bird would answer. Well, I can do the pine warbler. I mean, I can... What do you mean you can do it? I, I do a really good pine warbler impersonation. Oh, well, I, I don't know. It has to be pretty I, good to get a response. You know, it's not bad. I've been working on it for a while. All right, all right. Let, let's see how it's <clears> done. <throat> okay. <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> all right. That is good. Mm -hmm. Try it again. Yeah, what do you think? Wow, you do not, all the ambient background sounds as well. That was any. amazing. It's all Bill. in the throat. Wow. That's great. Uh-huh. Well, this part of the Yellow Trail, we did not see the turkeys. By the way, that didn't work. The pine warbler did not show up. No, no. I mean, I just started walking right away because uh, I saw a bird take off looking kind of humiliated. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because you sounded like the dominant alpha male uh -huh. pine oh, warbler yeah. in this oh, yeah. area and look out uh, and so that's it so uh we're gonna go to the kent lake because we've spent another what four minutes on this trail yeah. and uh Boy. you know you can't give these trails all day can you well heck no i mean if there's birds there's birds if there's not there's not and plus you know there's been this cardinal singing oh. while we we're walking shut up <laughs> trying to hear the birds yeah the cardinal you know Jeez. gosh and so, uh, and a titmouse was singing. Yeah. I had, to, I got a stick and chased that thing off uh -huh. because, uh -huh. uh, you know, I want to hear birds. I don't, I don't want to hear a cardinal and a titmouse. I want to hear birds. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. So uh, we're going to take you to Kent Lake, and I hope we have time 
to get into our other features. Fermentation corner, we haven't gotten into that yet. I'm looking forward to that. And I have a birding story I just have to tell. Even if we go 10 minutes over, I have to tell the birding story. Is it 10 minutes long, um, the story itself? No, but oh. we might still go 10 minutes over because... Oh, there's that... Was that you, Bill, or was that the bird we thought was the pine warbler? I think it was the bird. (laughs) I don't remember doing that. Yeah, but sometimes I've noticed if you get... um, I know. If you get a lozenge Uh stuck in your windpipe, Uh you tend to do a pine warbler call. I know. Are we lost? Hmm? Oh. So we're going to get in the car and buzz over to Kent Lake, because that's still technically part of Island Lake State Recreation Area. And we hope you are enjoying this birding day as much as we are. Yeah, we're doing great. Yeah, we're doing great. But the sun is out now. Yeah, the whole day is The sky is blue. It's beautiful, and so are you. Dear birders, won't you join us today? Wow. We'll be back. What Were You Thinking? We'll be right back after Bob gets the ducks out of his living room. Don't go away. Retrievers, Labradors, Goldens are the main breeds that come through our door, but we'll train anything with four legs and a tail. My husband and I own a kennel. We train hunting dogs and also have a boarding and grooming business. Our dogs, they're athletes, and we feed them very quality food. You can't get enzymes in a commercial dog food because they cook it at such a high heat that so much important nutrition is just cooked right out of it. But adding Dynavite to their diet has every single dog in my kennel looking better than they have ever looked. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 859-428-1000. The omega-3 fatty acids. Flaxseed, zinc, alfalfa. The digestive enzymes that are cooked out of regular dog food. Dynavite is nutrition. If you want the dog to be healthy, you got to feed it something healthy. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E. <laughs> Dynavite's the bomb. 859-428-1000. 859-428-1000. Dynavite for life. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E oh. dot com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. Dot com. <laughs> Okay, ducks are in the pond, rabbits in his hutch, and monkeys... Ow! In my car! Oh, okay, well, I go check my insurance policy. We'll turn you back over to Bob. Hi, Bill. Oh, hi, Bob. Uh, Here we are back at uh, Kent Lake after uh, fleeing that path where all that hybridization was going on. It was embarrassing. It was embarrassing, so... We decided to go to Kent Lake because in years past, we heard a brown thrasher here. And uh, we did not see or hear a brown thrasher. But would you like to describe what we did see? Pulsing? I I was uh, just driving down the road to Kent Lake. And we both see this bird in the middle of the paved road. And guess what it was? I don't know. What was it? It was a woodcock. That's right. It was a woodcock, and it was doing this little woodcock dance. It was so cute. I've never and seen that. I haven't either, but do they do that for other woodcocks, or do they just sort of enjoy dancing? I, I didn't think see they, any other woodcocks. I think they enjoy dancing, and I guess if you have a snout like that, oh, I mean, those woodcock. I think that's the um, ornithological term is snout, snout, isn't it? Yeah. 
And he was just kind of waving his snout, but he does this little dance where he kind of, you say, kind of moves forward and backward, moving backwards. I mean, isn't it kind of like that Pee Wee Herman dance? It is like the one uh, with tequila <laughs> playing. <laughs> yeah, it was that like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was pretty exciting. I tried to get pictures, but uh, Bill's mirror was in the way, and I I apologize for ripping <laughs> well, I, the mirror I, off your car. But you know, yeah. you don't really need that, do you? No, no, no. I never look behind me. I only look ahead. Mm-hmm. Here's some folks with a baby in a stroller coming by. Maybe they're going to ask us where the uh, yellow trailhead is. I don't know. Oh, oh, they're pointing at a... They're pointing at the white turkey. Yeah. Uh, yep. I can't quite see it from no. here. But but anyway, getting back to Kefir. <laughs> oh, please. Did you know that 85% of the antibodies in your body live in your gut? Oh, don't tell me that. Yeah, they do. And so that's why it's a good idea to just fill your I gut. My body was filled with antis. You d- good I well, different antis. You have antisocials. Yes, running through me. Yes, yes. So it's a good idea to just pack your gut full of yeasty goodness and oh. bacterial splendor by drinking kefir. Oh, okay. Well, that's a great idea. That sounds very appealing. Yep. Yep, so uh, I apologize for extending Photography Corner a little. Is it Photographer's Corner or Photography Corner? I can never remember which. I think if you're focused on the the audience, it's Photographer's. Oh, okay. Well, I, I have two quick birding stories, unless you... Uh, should we postpone for uh, Maggie Marsh? Did you notice that our talk last night, one or two people called it Maggie Marsh instead of McGee Marsh? Mm-hmm. Which is correct. Yeah, taint funny, Maggie. <laughs> a lot of our younger listeners will get that joke. So I have a couple quick stories. But, oh, uh, but I mean, do you want to, huh? you know, our department, radios that are too small to fit, too large to fit in your pocket. Did you want to wait until next time for that or did you want to do that this time? What? Okay. Radios are too small. Oh, oh, that. Our department, our regular feature on what were you thinking birding. Uh Uh-huh. Maybe we should wait until you actually have the radio at hand. That'd be good for... I don't have it with me at the moment. I forgot. Yep. Okay. I think we left it in the hotel room along with my wallet, Uh my camera, Uh and 100 pounds of lead bullion. That's not much. forget the lead bullion? Well, 100 pounds isn't much, and it's easy to forget. So I got two little stories for you. Okay, one. The first is that I went to Caledonia Sewage Ponds. Uh, just There's about, a theme in this whole about bacteria breaking things down. Well, I was bringing some kefir there to see uh, if it would have a positive effect go. breaking down the bad bacteria. So I was there, and I wasn't there a couple of minutes when I noticed another birder. And so I wanted to see if he was seeing anything interesting there because so far I had only seen yellow legs. And I'm not talking about yoga pants. <laughs> I'm talking about a bird. There's greater yellow legs and lesser yellow legs. And I saw them, and then I saw this other birder. And he was sort of an elderly gent, a few years even older than I am. Whoa. And so I stopped and I said to him, Oh, what you seeing today? And he said, Just what everyone reported. Really? Yeah. And I said... Oh, and I said, well, you know, they look like there are a lot of ducks down there. And, oh, yeah, yeah, canvas back and uh, buffle heads and uh, red heads. And he named other few off, and he was very dismissive of the uh-huh. whole thing. Doesn't surprise me. And I said, now get this. Yeah. I said to him, 
I said, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm happy to see them because I have a year list and those would be my first ducks of those kind for the year. And he said, why? Why is that? Why haven't you been out yet? Really? Yeah. You're kidding. No. What, uh, where is that guy? I don't know, but I just thought, number one, what business is it of yours? Are you the birding police? What, what do you Whoa. care when I get out to see birds? Whoa, that is a really good point. Yeah. So I was just kind of, I don't know. I, I don't understand it that. It doesn't, I, I, truly, it doesn't surprise me. I think birders as a rule are generally just sort of, just, you know. Someone's shooting. Someone's shooting, too. Well, I think we better get out of here. Yeah, we we will. Did um, you, uh, boy? I, we should have closer. You know, this show is being simulcast on WCHIEFAM fourteen eighty, uh-huh. and I'm afraid someone just heard us talk about that woodcock and blasted it. I think so. Either that, or they're coming to kill us. Yeah, that's possible too. But I kind of uh, put one over at him, oh. this birder at the end, because oh. I had noticed his car when I came in, and I said, "By the way, is that your Ford?" that's parked right outside the gate around the ponds. And he says, yes. And I said, you're not allowed to park there. You have to park on the street off the property completely because otherwise they're not going to like that here and we could be denied access. Birders could be denied access to the sewage ponds. Good for you. Yep. And and he said, oh, oh, I, I, I'm glad you told me that. Ah, uh, so, see, oh. That's the thing. Birders, then they back down instantly. Yep. Yep. So I was glad at that little victory. It made my ego swell. I'll bet you felt great. I feed my ego every chance I get. Did you go out and have a nice ribeye after that? I did. I did. And I have one other little birding story I could tell. Do you think we have time? Oh, I'm sure. Well, here's the thing. I heard that there was a mocking, northern mockingbird at Ione State Recreation Area. It was reported there. And it was by the equestrian training grounds, which I don't ever usually go to. So I went there, and there was a field. And at the field, I didn't see the mockingbird. And so I played. I didn't have a recording of a mockingbird, but I had a recording of you imitating a mockingbird. If only I were there, but if you have my recording. I had your recording when you were doing your mockingbird impression. So I played that, and I heard what I thought was the mockingbird responding from across the field. Now, here's the thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Forgetting that, it turned out I was wrong and it was a brown thrasher. But here's the thing. I found that out later after I reported it. Oh, no. Yeah. But we'll forget that embarrassment. But here's the thing. The whole time I was there, this is kind of a woodsy area. Then there's a fence. Then there's a big, big, big big-ass field, if I can use that uh, phrasing. I don't know, Mark. And, Mark Winston? Uh, well, we'll have to uh, Mark Winter. Winter? But, of course, his censor is Mark Winston. Yes, okay, sorry. So, But the whole time I was there trying to hear this, what I thought was a northern mockingbird, I heard shouts in the background and other noises way in the background. And then when I decided I could probably cut across the field and I went through some wiry brush to start crossing the field, the shouts got louder. A dog. People yelling at you to get out of there? It's worse than that. A dog appeared over a rise and then some horses and the people yelling louder and blowing whistles. So it was some kind of a cult, some kind of a cult of people on horseback and dogs they're training for some purpose, yelling at them and blowing whistles. And frankly, I did not feel comfortable being out there. I kind of look like a stick anyway, and I could see this dog running and grabbing me and fetching me and bringing it back to one of the people on horsebacks, and I don't 
know who these people are. There could be, right, militia. I don't know what kind of people exactly. do this. Exactly. I mean, would you hang around with people on horseback shouting and training dogs? Certainly after blowing whistles. Right. The whistle part That's pushed just, it over the edge. Boy. Yeah. Is and that what equestrian training is all about? I don't know, but I was fr- I was afraid. If any of our listeners are into this equestrian training, we will preserve your anonymity if you want to tell us really what the scoop is on it. But um, I just felt funny. I felt exposed out in the field, uh-huh. so I pushed back through the wiry brambles. Wow! And I got in my car, and of course the bird had stopped singing because people were blowing whistles. Yeah. Yeah. What so, a disappointment. I know, it was a disappointment. So that's another tale for the, from the land of birding. And that's just part of Just the Birds, Ma'am, our regular feature on our birds. show. What were you thinking? What were you thinking? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so, Bill, any other closing thoughts as we sit here in front of beautiful Kent Lake in a shabby structure with a door open with some goods inside that look ripe for the plundering? I'm headed over to that building. Okay. So I got dibs on what looks like a picnic table plank. Okay, okay. I'm uh, I'm taking the uh, the inoperable Coke machine. All right. Well, thanks everyone for joining us on another exciting bird-filled birding adventure. On what were you thinking? Special birding edition, special Ann Arbor Featherbrain birding edition, and uh, we will see. Is that you- the official title? And our next time we get together, I believe we'll be in uh, Taint Funny McGee Marsh, correct? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, that, You know, I'm of that age when that, every time you say it, it makes me laugh. Yeah, yeah. Remember when we used to turn on the radio and listen to Charlie Chaplin? Oh, God, that what was a voice. so good. Oh, yeah. Boy, oh, good. yeah. Oh. He's one of the best crooners ever. So, so uh, thanks to our <laughs> fans and listeners. Thanks to Pet Life Radio, to Mark Winter, and you can email me, and please send me all the spam about your horse products that uh, you would like me to sell, bob at petliferadio.com, and I also welcome continued entreaties from Chinese manufacturers to sell heavy industrial goods. I, I get that machine. Get yes, yes, all to Pet Life Radio to me. And uh-huh. I feel honored. I'm thinking of buying a lathe the size, size of my house one of these days. You know, it's not a bad idea. Yep. And I'm on Facebook. You can look me up on Facebook. Bill, do you want people to friend you on Facebook? Nope. Okay. And uh, I interrupted you. Anything else before we close here? No, I think we've covered everything. It's hard to believe we did because there's just so much here today. I can't really think of anything else. Okay, so bye-bye. Thinking about buying a monkey? How about a ferret or a skunk? Then check out the show that will answer the burning questions, where do you get them? What do you feed them? How do you take care of them? And most of all, what were you thinking? With exotic pet expert and author Bob Tart, every week on demand from PetLifeRadio.com.